hello and welcome to the Living Hopeful podcast. Today I am going to be talking about when we're feeling unpurposeful, where we're feeling like we don't have a purpose in life, where we're feeling lost in our purpose. I'm going to be speaking about how we can find this purpose in God, how we can find this purpose in God and just give you some more hope when you're just feeling a little bit lost in your purpose. I am currently in day nine of isolation. I am nearly done, nearly out of my house. I am excited to go back to regular programmed living. Um, But in isolation, I've been filming my time. I've actually been able to go to work because I don't know whether I mentioned this in my last podcast episode, but I'm a critical worker, which means that I can go to work, just, um, just have a test every day. So I've done a total of 10 tests um rat test and I'm very excited for them not to be having to do them because those swabs are no matter how many times you do it they're still painful um anyway so I've just been very thankful that I've been able to work um while none of my flatmates have been able to leave the house so it's been really nice to go to work um I started uni this week so that's been good getting give me something to do, um, but the lecturers aren't that keen on online learning and made it very difficult for me despite me having no option but to learn online, um, so I'm glad it's just the first week and I haven't missed that much, and then obviously just, oh, just watching too much TV, eh, because, man, what else is there to do in lockdown? um in isolation when you can't even go to the supermarket anyway very excited to get back into regular living um but yeah i hope that you enjoy this episode um but yeah let's get into it so what has god been teaching me this week it's actually something that I feel hypocritical talking about because it's something that I'm right now not doing very well but I know that God put it on my heart and I know that I can talk about it if God's put it on my heart and we all know that we're all imperfect and we're all working on things and we all trip up but anyway so I am working on this too that's all that I was getting to um but at church on Sunday I attend the hold on a campus of life church um and it's great i love it but um on sunday um pastor scott (laughs) pastor scott um was preaching um and he had a panel on and something that he said really spoke to me it said don't wait for a move of god we are a move of god we often can wait for a big conference or event, which isn't currently happening in New Zealand, especially um, because of all these restrictions. But we can't wait for those for our faith to have a shakeup or for others in our life to come to know Jesus. I know that in my teenage years and as I grew in my faith on my own, I always looked to big conferences and camps and events for me to have a revelation for my faith to be sparked up to be on fire again and when I was youth leading at my previous church so many youth would ask me or tell me that hey I'm not really feeling on fire for God right now I feel distant from him what can I do like I just feel like I'm just waiting for the next big conference like what do I do um 
and so it's actually a big problem because people are relying on um, church programs and events um, for our faith and that obviously isn't how God wants us um, for it to be because our faith is personal and it's a relationship with God. Anyway, so um, what Scott, Pastor Scott was saying was about how we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. We don't need to wait for these big moments. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. We have the Holy Spirit in us. We don't need to wait to go to some big camp or conference or event for our faith to be shaken up or for us to have a a brand new revelation and be set on fire for God again because we have the resources right in us when we're in relationship with God. We don't need to wait for the perfect moment. We can seek God and the transformation you want to see right now, right where you are. So I really encourage you, if you're feeling a little bit low on your faith, if you're feeling like you need a shake up, or if you feel like you're just waiting for something to set you on fire again, I really encourage you to look inside yourself and to actually put aside that time in your own life to seek that. Um... Because all that conferences and camps do is just remove all all distractions, take us away from our personal, like our reality, and put us in a place of concentrated um, big stage worship and um, teachings that the only thing we can do is seek God. Um, and there is perfect capability for us to be doing that in our own lives. Um, so as I said, I am a hypocrite of this. I must say, I during this lockdown isolation haven't really been investing in my faith, um, which has sucked. And I also blame that. I don't want to blame it, but I have been feeling did like real. I've been having real dizzy spells, and it's meant that I can't get out of bed. Um, but it's not COVID. Um, but anyway, as I get better. Um, and hopefully in my own life as I get back to reality I'm going to do this through spending time by myself in prayer and worship to God because for me I always feel like I connect most with God um, when we're worshiping in church and I always over the past like probably a couple of months I've um, been in church and the worship's ended and I'm like oh was that it like was that the like three songs um, I just have a hunger because I know that I, and right now in the season I connect with God most of that. Um, so yeah, I hope that I encouraged you as well to um, to take matters into your own hands with your faith and not wait for a big flash conference or event um, for this shake up in your faith to happen. Okay, so now into the meat of the episode, what to do when we are feeling unpurposeful. We can all fall into the lie that we need to have our life figured out by the time we leave high school and going about life uncertain of your purpose can leave you feeling hopeless, like you're behind and like you're wasting your life. I've definitely felt this way. When I left high school, I just didn't know what I was doing I knew I was going to uni but I was like I do not see myself being an accountant which is was my original major um and I'm like 
what is even the purpose of my life? Is if my purpose in life is just to go to an office, work a nine to five and come home, um, I don't know if I want it and I don't know whether that will have impact on people as well is really important, especially when it comes to sharing your faith. Um, but yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I felt hopeless. I think we all did. I feel like I can ask any one of my friends who is currently like in their um, like career of choice and them being like, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. I still don't feel purpose like like I have a purpose sometimes. Um, but yeah, I remember when I was in this time, I don't know where this is from or who said this to me, but I remember hearing something that said, your purpose is not your career necessarily. It can be your side hustle. It can be the relationships you have in your life. It can be the situations that God puts you in, but it's not necessarily your career. And that just gave me so much hope that actually, even if I do go to the office, work a boring office job, nine to five, I can have purpose in that, but also if it's not, I can have purpose in the relationships I have and the church that I'm in um, with my family and my friends and a side hustle and random situations that you'll see yourselves in um, and that, that you find yourselves in. It doesn't have to be your career. And I think society really builds us up to believe that our only purpose is in our career um, when it actually isn't because you look at Jesus. Jesus had a career as a carpenter, but was he remembered for that? Not necessarily. He was mostly remembered for his work he did in the last, like, three years of his life. I think it's three. Yeah, three years of his life. Um, and also that Jesus didn't start his public ministry until he was 30, like, that's a long time to be like, oh, I'm actually not going to be remembered for any of this. I actually don't really have purpose in most of this. Um, so if you're feeling like you're wasting your time, remember Jesus and remember that he waited 30 years to start his public ministry on earth. He knew his purpose coming in because obviously God has been like was sending him to earth for a reason and he knew that reason because he is God. Um but he didn't he had to he waited for the right time. And then wasn't necessarily as soon as he popped out of the womb. That was so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't want to do that out though. Um anyway, so yeah, if you're feeling that way, remember Jesus. But God designed us each with a purpose and he is the one that gives our life meaning, not the career that we chose, not the people that we're friends with, not anyone else. Um, I'm currently reading The Purpose Driven Life. It's like a 40-day devotional by Rick Warren. It's a very well-known Christian book and it's given me such a mind shift of what my purpose on this earth actually is. Um, sorry if I seem it's um, blocked up. I am currently recovering from not COVID, um, but just a sore throat. I don't even know what it was. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's given me such a mindset shift because I, I don't know. 
I didn't really realize how powerful God's purpose actually is for me and how important it actually is for my purpose to be founded in him because he is the one who created us and is the only one who can know the purpose he has for us. We didn't create ourselves, so we don't actually know the purpose that we have. Um, we need to look to the maker to know what our purpose is. If someone like makes like a brand new gadget or technology or just a brand new invention, random people on the side of the street aren't supposed to know what that purpose is. The the only person who knows the, pur- the purpose of this new gadget is the inventor of it. And that's the same with us and God. God is the one who created us, who knows us intimately, and so he's the one that knows our purpose um, and has a purpose set out for our lives. Job 12 verse 10 says, In his hand is the life of every creature, the breath of all human race. He has us in our hand and he... He knows what our purpose is and he put us on this earth for a purpose, which gives me such hope. And so how can we find this purpose that he has for us? We can find it through revelation in his word, through his communication with us, through relationship with him. As we get to know our maker more, we get to know our purpose. His word is a map that is meant to be a guide to where to go and how to get there in life. Um, As I was reading this book, there's like a five overall purposes that Rick like Rick Warren says that God has for us um which are grounded in scripture it is worship fellowship spiritual character ministry and mission and only two of those can be actually seen to society as like career ministry and mission um so I find it really cool that over half of them are things that society doesn't deem as purposeful, I guess. So the first one, worship. Bringing pleasure to God through your lifestyle. John 4 verse 24 says, God is spirit and his worshippers must worship in the spirit and in truth. Worship just isn't going to church on a Sunday and singing songs and lifting our hands and all of that. It's a lifestyle. It's how we live our life. It's um, how we respond to certain situations. It's how we differentiate ourselves to people of this earth. And I've really been thinking about this, about whether I've been living a lifestyle of worship. And honestly, I only think I'm doing it half the time because I sometimes we can all get so caught up um, with people who aren't believers or aren't living a life of worship that we that we find ourselves falling into traps of I guess not living for God and not living um in worship this is an example um me currently at work um I am surrounded by all these people that most of them aren't Christian and I feel a sense of having to do what they do and do what they say and whatever just because I'm so much younger and I'm like the lowest low of the company. Like, I don't want to admit it, but I really am. Um, I also am the youngest, so what can I say? Only by like a year though. Um, anyway, but I don't know, just like anything that they're saying, like gossip is a big one. Um, just like, I don't know, just like 
gas bagging what the government's doing or whatever um I I fall into that because I want to impress them I want to be a part of the team but is that living a lifestyle of worship I really don't think so so that is um one of our first purposes um, our second is fellowship, being a part of a church community showing unselfish love. Acts 2 verse 42 says, They devote themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Um, I find church community so vital to my life as a Christian and just to life in general, having a community there um, who is there for you, supporting you, encouraging you, and that you can do the same too. Um... I had like, uh, it was probably like two weeks where I was transitioning between churches and man, it was hard because I unfortunately left my last church on not the best of terms. And so I feel like the community there I didn't have, but I hadn't entered into a new one yet where I felt like I had somewhere. I still, I feel like I have community in my new church, but I feel like I'm not quite there yet. Um, but I've definitely noticed a difference in my life, um, in my joy and my happiness, um, in the way that I live my faith out, everything when I'm rooted in a church community. Um, and I found it really cool about showing unselfish love. Um, so showing love that doesn't expect anything in return, um, or anything is really key to fellowship in the church and it's something that I personally want to um do more and I want to be more of an unselfish lover I guess um but yeah that's the second purpose the third is spiritual character so this is taking on the values and character of Jesus Hebrews 6 1 says therefore let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity not laying again the foundations of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God so actually bringing on who Jesus is and loving that out um, and having these values and characters. I think, I, I think it sort of links back to the whole um, having a lifestyle of worship um, as well. Like are your values and what you're doing and your character and everything, is it reflecting a life worth following? Is it, is it reflecting um, the character of Jesus? Is it, is it what Jesus would do if he was in exactly your shoes I guess um and once again we can be um dragged and tempted by um the enemy into not living out these values um and I know that I have marked up many many times but um it's something that um we mature in as we grow in our faith our the fourth one is ministry serving others in the way god has uniquely designed us 1 peter 4 verse 10 says each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of god's grace in its various forms um i'll talk about it a little bit later but um as a part of my church um and I'm, because i'm, a, I'm on in the process of joining a serving team that that sucked um i had to do like a little like online course thing called next steps um if you are from life church um you'll know about it um but in that um and in conversations i'd had with my pastor logan about it 
um, they have a value of putting you in a serving position which you're designed for, which you have passion about, which you're good at, which you can thrive in. Um, and in this course, we had to do a couple of like personality tests and stuff, um, which found out where I would best fit. Um, and I think, I don't know, my first like serving experience in the church was in preschool. And honestly, I suck with kids. So I have no clue why, I, why my mum decided to put me there. I'm like, mum, you know that I'm terrible with kids. Why did he put me in preschool? Probably because there was a need there. But I think um, in a church, sometimes they can, the pastor or leader can get up and be like, we need your help, like we need you. Um, and they only put people in positions that need, um, need, um, oh, man, my diagnosis is getting to me, um, that need filling, um, and not in actually where they are good at, and so I always had this belief that when I serve in the church, I don't necessarily need to be passionate for it, or be good at it, because it's just what you do, you just go and you serve the church, um, and it wasn't until, like, my end of last, probably end of 2020, um, I joined the photography team, um, at my last church, um, and I actually had a real passion for it, like, I actually love being able to capture people's moments of worship, being able to capture, um, what church really is, and be able to, um, put it up on the internet, and be able to hopefully bring more people in, um, and grow the church, and that was when I found that, I served God more out of love and of joy and passion and not out of resentment, I guess. So serving others in the way that God has uniquely designed us is so important. And the fifth purpose is mission. Your service to unbelievers, spreading his love, glory and hope. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 18 and 20 says, Through Christ God has made peace between us and himself, and he gave us the work of telling everyone about the peace he can have with him. So we have been sent to speak for Christ. I think um, the church and Christian society and stuff can put mission on a pedestal and be like, this is the most important thing that we are to do, is to evangelize, is to spread the gospel. Um, And I definitely found that in the way that I remember being at like a youth camp and us going out on the street. Well, like we went out to like Mount Mongoli Beach, um, which is a very big beach, very lots of tourists. Um, and be like, go talk to that stranger, go tell him about Jesus, and I'm like, what the heck, like, I was a little 15 year old girl, I didn't even know how to speak to someone who I knew was a Christian yet, like, I didn't even know how to speak to a guy yet, I must, yes, I didn't know how to speak to a guy at the age of 15, we don't talk about it, um, how am I supposed to go up to this random stranger and tell him about Jesus, like, what the heck, and so I felt that I was failing as a Christian because I couldn't do this, but more that I, I, the more that I've matured in my faith, the more that I've realised that mission is only sustainable if we do it in relationship. If, sure, going up to someone and evangelising is great and it plants a seed, but if that seed isn't nurtured and watered and taken care of, it's going to die. That's the same with um, our relationship with God and our faith, I guess, and telling other people that personally, I know that God has designed me more to help 
people grow in their faith um, more and people that, that are like on the edge and everything. I have a real passion for that and for um, like people coming back and like being the prodigal son and all that. I feel like God has put that on my heart as my purpose and mission and not just evangelism so I um found that really cool that mission was put on the same I guess level as ministry and fellowship and worship it's so cool anyway so as I was saying about um like God unique God's unique design for us the purpose that he has for us can be achieved through the special gifts and talents he has given us so as part of that course I was talking about earlier I did a spiritual gifts test and I highly recommend that you find one and do it um so you can see how you can outwork um your gifts and what God has given you into the church and into your life so for me my top one was exhortation suck anyway pretty much a gift from encouragement and I also have one of teaching um and I reflected and I was like actually how do I outwork each one of these how do I actually use these gifts to worship God to honor God to um I guess just to to fill my my purpose um and for me being intentional about encouraging those I'm in relationship with is so important to me and I think is a real outworking of my gift of encouragement and I've definitely found that I've also found people who um have the same gift um and see them outworking it in the same way um and that I guess is how I learn and how I grow in that gift and um I guess if you have someone in your life who you have similar giftings to, I highly recommend um, just seeing what they do and seeing how they outwork their gift and using it as inspiration to how you can. Because um, I know so many encouraging people and I've always looked up to them and I've been like, actually, how can how are they outworking their gift of encouragement and how can I do the same? And also my gift of teaching um running this platform is a big part of that because I feel like God's given me a gift of um I guess teaching others about you about God about and stuff anyway um and also um last year I ran a girls bible study unsure at this stage whether I'm going to be continuing it because of the change in church but I knew that that was an outworking of my gift of teaching and this is different for everyone we're not all the stock standard Christian like we're not all stock standard Christian who um I guess has the same gifts we all are different and that is a cool thing about God uniquely designing us um and God has gave, given you these gifts you have for a purpose to help you in your purpose that he has designed for you so I really hope this encourages you um if you're feeling like you don't have a purpose or you're feeling a bit lost in your life I really hope that this has helped you to reflect and to see where your real purpose in God lies um and yeah, I hope you have an amazing week. I am excited to talk to you again next week. Um, I am very excited about it because I am interviewing someone for the first time on my podcast. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be really exciting. But for now, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.